Head to our Discord if you want to ask the Infendo crew a question for the question block. You can get there by going to infendo.com. We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Infendo Radio, episode 663. We talked about this uh, on the end of the last show. We wish we had saved 666 for Halloween, but we're not that good at planning <laughs> things out. Um, I am joined... Yeah, I'm joined by my usual crew of Eugene and Justin, but we also have a very special guest. And to introduce him into our chaotic fold, I'm going to let Justin actually take over this portion of the show because Justin is the whole reason we have a special guest tonight. So, Justin, tell us what's going on. What's what's happening tonight on Infendo Radio? What are we doing? All right. Well, first of all, I would like to introduce our special guest, Metroid Mike. Um uh, those of you who are regular listeners uh, heard me talk about him and his Mario Maker levels a couple of weeks ago, um, and uh, we're just going to pick his brain a little bit on those. They're really impressive uh, set of levels. I'm jealous of the amount of uh, time you're able to devote to it, but um, before I ramble on, why don't you introduce yourself, tell us where people can follow you, and uh, you know, pimp anything you want to pimp. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, on the show. Um, I'm Metroid Mike. You can reach me at Twitter on uh, Metroid Mike 64. And I'm um, excited to, to talk about the, the game. <coughs> All right. Well, you guys know us. We're Lucas, Eugene, and Justin. So we'll skip the usual yeah, uh, we're boring. flowery okay. intro and we'll, we'll get right into it. Um, I actually, so, so Justin really wanted to have you on the show, obviously, because he's a big Mario Maker nerd, and he's playing all the levels. He's played through your thing. Um, but I actually heard about what you did in this game before Justin started talking about it. Like, it just came across my newsfeed, which is really cool, like, really impressive. Uh, so for the folks who are listening at home who maybe don't know the whole story here, you essentially built what you, uh, like, a full Mario game that you're calling uh, Super Mario Bros. 5, right? Um, so it's pretty impressive just to kind of take a look at the, the, the sheer scale of this project. It is a full-blown Mario game, essentially, built in Mario Maker, specifically in, like, the world's, you know, tool that you're allowed to use to kind of create a, a, a Mario world. So, I don't know, what, what, what made you want to do this? What, uh, what was your inspiration behind it? And how long did it take you to finally complete this magnum opus that you've made? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Well, it usually takes me months to finish one level, so I'm impressed oh, you were able same. to do a whole, yeah, a whole I, game. I know a, a lot of people crank out a lot of levels at a quick mm -hmm. pace, and me, I, when I even when I'm done creating the level, I just kind of sit on it, and more ideas come eventually just by sitting on the level and being like, "Ah, oh, I can fix this section right here." Um, but I, I, I had the idea to make a, a full Mario game when I had the the first. Uh, Mario Maker on the Wii U. Yeah. Um, I, you weren't able to craft a, a world and and link the courses together, so it, it wasn't plausible in in the game at that time. Um, but I still kept at it, and you know, on my little uh, save file where I have all the courses saved, um, I had them labeled out, you know, like a one 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 two uh, type deal. Um, and for the bosses of each world, I had different bosses at the time because the Koopalings weren't added to uh, Mario Maker 2 yet. So, you know, I had I had a, a Big Boo, I had a Hammer Brother, I had a, a Blooper oh, here, just mixing cool. up with, with the with the enemies, trying to make them creative because yeah. really you're just throwing a mushroom on them, making them big and calling <laughs> it a boss, you know? So yeah. I actually to, honestly uh, never thought ideas. to do that, so that's pretty clever. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, 
but it, it wasn't until um, the world uh, update dropped and they added yeah. the Koopalings that I was like, okay, this is serious. This is this is legit. I can make my world, my game in this. Um, and that's when I started um, looking at my past courses that I had on the Wii U, and I, I wanted them. I didn't want them to remain trapped on the Wii U, yeah. and especially in case Nintendo ever shuts down the servers. Um, so I I imported them, you know, block for block, as there's no import tool. So, so you actually yeah. recreated these Mario that's Maker incredible. One levels in Mario Maker. That is really passionate. That's um, yeah, that's yeah. that's big time. That, that's that's be tedious forever. in and of itself. I can oh, say from having to, yeah. I've done like half of mine, and even that was longer than I wanted to spend. Yes, yeah, yeah that's uh, intense. I've developed a little kind of technique and method to it where I can I can kind of hammer it out pretty good. You know, I, I take pictures. Um, of, okay. of the wide-out yeah. view, and the fact that there's yeah. a grid on it really helps me out. Bet, <laughs> so yeah. there's a lot of. I'm picturing those old strategy guides where they where they would like yes. show you a picture mm-hmm. of the entire level. <laughs> yeah, and it's all on like graph paper. You know what I mean? So um, right. that helps out a, a lot. But I was able to to get some courses, bring them over to the Switch, um, and I had done that early on, like in the first week when. Uh, Mario Maker 2 was released on the Switch, you know, I went back to my Wii U and I was like, no, I need to bring these courses over, you know, so I spent the first couple weeks just doing that and getting accustomed to the new the new game and everything. Um, and even even lately, uh, late in the development process, like this year, I told myself, I want to finish this. I want to get it done. You know, I had maybe about 20 courses, you know, set. So I had to work on a, an additional 20. Um, but even those 20 courses that I had set, they, they were published and they're available to play on the server. But I didn't want to remove them from the server and tinker mm-hmm. them um, because I would lose hearts and likes, yeah. which is kind of yeah. silly. Because that's, that's no, I get that. It's a big deal. It's not it's silly. Deal. Yeah, <laughs> very, no, I get it. Very, a very it, Nintendo it and, and the reception problem. that I got and yeah. the fact that I dwarfed my like total in, yeah. in hours after I yeah. released this thing was like, wow, okay, I didn't want to remove that course because it had 200 likes. Yeah. Um, but when I did release <coughs> it and, and the reception was overwhelming and everyone was playing it, there were yeah. still some courses that I had there that I, I posted you know, years ago that I wanted to go in, tinker a little bit, um, change sure. some things. And I didn't because I was like, who's going to play this thing? You know, maybe 20, 30 <laughs> people. You know, so once everyone started playing it, and, you know, I had boasted that it was a Nintendo-like, you know, experience. I knew there were a couple of courses that that deviated from that, you know, strategy. So yeah. I, I went in there. I dropped a quick update uh, like three weeks after I released it just to fix up some courses that I found trollish, I guess you would say. Uh, that, sure, that wasn't sure. my intention, yeah. you know. Like I, I had thrown a really hard course in, in World 8. Um, in my first uh, version of the game. And at that point, I was like, okay, if someone played my level all all the way to to World 8, you know, I'm going to throw this at them, you know? And uh, I regretted that right away. So I wanted to go in there, update some things, twinker with some stuff, um, and make it flow continuously. You know, I kind of nerfed a lot going back in there with the update, but um, I'm happy with the results, though. Yeah, I'm balancing. You balance it out. Exactly. Balanced. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what I like most about them is that 
like so many Mario Maker levels and 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 makers go for you know more difficult you know how, how can i make this more difficult more challenging everything and what i like about it is yours are more puzzle platformers than like really like hard as nails platformers i definitely died several times over the course of my playthrough but i never felt as though like i was banging my head against against the difficult game. like most it's often not... if i got stuck i was trying to figure out what you wanted me to do next and like I, I love the puzzle aspect of it like how difficult was it to design those puzzles and and like get them to work properly it, it was difficult coming up with some ideas um and w once you started playing around with certain items in the game and learning their mechanics and being like okay i can use this like yeah. getting a coin and putting it in a frozen block and then getting a fire flower and now melting the block and opening up a right. path like little things like that um yeah. i tried to you know i did a lot of in invisible block bridges um in, mm -hmm. in the game i tried to limit that especially when you finally you know you do a play test of, of all the levels continuously and you realize like, wow, I had two courses that really relied on those invisible block bridges and they're just too close together. So there was a lot of, lot of there wasn't too much puzzles I could come with apart from kicking Koopa shells and clearing paths and using on off switches um, mm -hmm. to create doors and, and barriers and stuff and pow blocks to, uh, to kill enemies that are blocking your path. Um, so yeah. I didn't want to flood the player with a lot of the same puzzles most of the time so the, it was trying to find the balance um as to what i wanted to do in that course specifically yeah. you know so so it was, it was tough though it was tough coming up with uh with unique interesting ideas were you oh, the man. one that was play testing all your levels or do you have any kids or friends or was it just all you I, it was all me, which is so hard to playtest your own things, you know. I there bet. Were, I there, yeah. There were so the more many familiar you get with it, the more um, you're you're, you're tempted to make it hard. Missed because I never yeah. playtested. Well, because you know how to beat the level, right? So yeah, you you just skip the yeah you skip yeah, the problem it, areas. Like I had a ghost house where you fight off against Big Boo, and he he's on um, some rails, so he's moving back and forth. And I put um, three magic Koopas behind him. So he's shooting beams at you. Um, and what you have to do is you have to throw an object up to hit some pow blocks to remove the piranha plants and or the chompers, or the munchers, or whatever you call them, um, and, and get, get through. Um, but the item I wanted you to throw up and hit the pow blocks, um, every item you were able to kill the magic Koopas with. And I didn't want you to do that. So using a Koopa shell, you know, didn't work. I, I didn't like that. So I decided to use uh, a spring, you know, the springboard so you can bounce. And I figured, okay. you know, players might go to jump off of the spring instead of throwing it up. And that'll yeah. be a more difficult way to do it. But I left it in there. And a lot of the playthroughs that I saw, um, people streaming the game, that's the way they did it, you know? So during all my play, play tests, you know, I was constantly just throwing them up I was like, wow, sure. this boss is pretty simple, you know? And yeah. then watching some some players stream, those three magic hoopas, whoa, after a couple <laughs> of seconds, they started filling up the screen. And mm -hmm. the, I did not want that. That felt very cruel. 
So I, I went back in there and in the update, I removed two of the magic Koopas. So now there's only one, sure. a lot less beams coming at you. Um, but little stuff like that I, I, I missed during my play, play test. And going back to your original question, the only other player to play test was my four-year-old uh, son. Okay. I, I got That's a great play courses. tester though. And when he got stuck on uh, on World One Three, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm not making this game for four year olds. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, my um, eight year old play tested some of my stages last week, and he couldn't get anywhere in them. So, <laughs> so are you still editing some of your courses now, or are you like 100% locked in? This is the definitive experience for this game. I I. I felt like I would go back and do another update, but yeah. I feel like I'm 100% done with Super Mario Brothers 5. Um, nice. Because when when I did um, re remove my Super World and put the new Super World up, you know, the update, yeah. um, yeah. it did delete all players' progress, save progress, mm -hmm. um, and it removed my um, Super World from their favorites, from their okay. light list. So, so everybody's got to find you again, in. and yeah. Yeah, and luckily I'm in the fortunate position that I, I got a lot of, uh, you know, um, got a lot of play out there when it came to, yeah. you sure. know, um, so people are able to find the code real simple. But if it, if it was something else, you know, I, I don't want to, if I had known that going in, I probably wouldn't have updated. Yeah, um, I actually... But, I actually kind of experienced that with a bunch of levels that I really liked. I had downloaded people's levels from years ago, back when I was playing Mario Maker 2. And um, yeah, as soon as people update the levels, they're just gone. So some courses that I had saved are just like forever, you know, off my list. And it's a bummer, you know, there's some really cool stuff out there. There's some really amazing content. So yeah, kind of nice to hear yours is uh, locked in place. So what then? Um, do you still make levels? Like, are you, is there a... Super yeah, I was going to say, are you planning a or... Super Mario Brothers okay. 6? Yeah. And add on DLC? Personally, I want 3.5 because Super Mario 3 is my favorite. But, you know, that's three, just, you're, yeah. you're a three man, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. It's either three or world. I, I'm more a world guy, but. Um, See, I figured I, you would be a three guy because isn't um, Mario 5, like, isn't it in three style? Was that more of like a gameplay decision then? No, or? no, I, I, I went with the, the font and and the the logo of the five you know gotcha, i i took the three gotcha. i converted it mm -hmm. to a five um okay. i kept the little raccoon tanuki shadow going there yeah. um but the majority of my courses in the game there's 40 courses i believe 28 are mario world um okay 14 are super mario 3 and oh. two are just the original mario brothers i i stayed away from the new Super Mario U, and I stayed yeah. away from Good the, the 3D yeah. Uh, world. Yeah. Good um, choice. <laughs> I I wanted I wanted the the 16-bit error. That's yeah. that's what awesome. I wanted to go for. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's I, all I, I know, play. If I if I, I noticed you threw play, uh, Mario oh, Two mushroom in one of them. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. sorry. We talked. To, yeah, that that was fun. I've never actually played with that, so that was a fun level to get to toy around with. <laughs> yeah, I really wish we would have gotten a Super Mario 2 style and yeah. I'm I'm I firmly believe that we were going to get one and they just pulled resources, yeah, pulled shifted it. resources yeah. and we're like, "You know what? We'll just do a mushroom, just just the mushroom." Yeah, so, agreed. Yeah. yeah. But um I don't know. 
I miss the amiibos personally. I miss having like yeah. characters to play as. And, I I uh, agree. I agree. I I love playing using those amiibos. Um, I know. And... I have a whole collection. They're just like around now. I like them. Well, now you got the, that little that little thing you know? that you can just scan all of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right, well, the... yeah, that's true. But I I've I got... kind of felt like for um, Mario Maker Two, what they should have done in the uh, original Super Mario One uh, style. Is use yeah. all those eight bit um, Mario Odyssey uh, outfits that yeah, Mario? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like that would have been a great idea. That, but they yeah. they didn't, and I was like, really? Like no more yeah. amiibo? Just give me all the Mario's costumes that you had that in makes Odyssey. Sense. You know, that makes and, sense. and they never did. They ne- it, it, yeah. it was weird to me the the way Nintendo supported that game because there was like little like drip updates for the first year. And it seemed as though we were supposed to get, like you said, a Mario 2 theme and, you know, all this stuff that was missing from the first one. Yeah. And then they just do this huge dump with the Mario Worlds, the Koopalings, and all this other stuff. And they're like, okay, we're done now. Like, yeah. it, it was mean, just kind of anticlimactic. It's definitely yeah. the better version, I would say, overall. Like, it's cleaner. It's easy to easy to organize. It's got the world sure. functionality. But it's definitely missing things that you would like to see in, like, a definitive Mario Maker game, which kind of makes me hope there's going to be a Mario Maker 3. Uh, the gamepad. That's what yeah. you're missing. You're missing yeah. the gamepad. Oh, yeah. I, I, I do miss creating with the gamepad. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would create with the stylus in, in my lap. Yes. And then whenever I, I wanted say, to I play will, test, you press select. I will say if you find TV. yourself a good capacitive stylus, that helps a lot in yes. uh, designing I, on the... I, I bought one and I, I use that. That's my preferred style when it comes to creating is stylus yeah. on a So you on do desktops. handheld, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but surprisingly I'm uh, I'm pretty good with the pro controller and I didn't think nice. I would enjoy it um creating yeah. um, with the pro controller, but you know I'm pretty I there, get along with it. So there was something <laughs> to be said about having the the level maker down on the gamepad and then being able to just see it up on the TV, you know, that, that was amazing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I feel Mario Maker 2 is is the better game over 1, but 1 had that, that gamepad functionality and I, I miss it yeah. a, a lot. Yeah, I'd be curious to know how the 3D, or was it 3DS or was it DS? It was 3DS, how the 3DS Mario 3DS, Maker yeah. played, yeah. but you couldn't upload levels on the 3DS, no, so and- it was... And just you know. just to um, show you how many times I transferred, um, the final course yeah. in my uh, Super Mario Brothers Five is uh, King Koopa's Keep, and that was originally created on my 3DS. So oh wow oh wow, so, and and the only yeah. way no, you anybody can share actually it, played on this. Yeah, the only way you can share it is with Street Pass. So oh, that's um, right. I, I live in New York City. And I'm fortunate enough to get lots of street passes, but no one had Mario Maker for the 3DS. And, <laughs> sure. And yeah. there was just the one player who I street passed, and I was like, that guy's getting a good level. You know? Like, like, <laughs> that, guy, that guy, wherever he is, he's going to go and be like, what? <laughs> you know? All right, so I actually wanted That's to funny. close out this segment with this question. So this is a good segue that I'm ruining by talking over it now. Um, final, <laughs> final question, and then we'll let you go. Um, what is then out of this entire experience? What is your favorite level that you've made, like from World One to World Eight? Do you have? I know that's a hard question. It's yeah, like choosing no, between it's, all of your children, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm proud of the whole forty as as a, as a whole. 
Um, I, I feel like Wendy's battle tank for Doom was pretty, pretty funky. Um, the airship okay. meant to look like a tank with the conveyor belts uh, as a tank. That tank. was a really neat um, level, I guess. Say, like I, I, it didn't even occur to me that you were pulling any sort of like tricks with it until I got to the end of it and saw like the conveyor belts and all that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and originally. Um, I had her course was Wendy's generic airship. Literally, that's what it was called, Wendy's generic airship. <laughs> and um, it was just so basic. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I, I came up with the tank idea. I was playing around, and you know, that course is still just collecting dust. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I got a lot of courses left over that you know I plan to use you know in the future and stuff. Like Justin, that. yeah, he's like you a whole... live in New York. You need to go get a street pass like yeah, yesterday. Really. Let's go. Well, there's a whole there's a whole like beta version of I've... this game that exists on like the Wii U and the 3DS. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> the public will never get to experience now. So, oh man. Yeah. All right. Well, we really well, appreciate having you on. Um, thanks Justin, for having me. You want to say something fun. before I? Yeah, I was yeah, going to sure. say. Um, I, I know I announced this a uh, couple of weeks ago, but if you want to try it out, um, the maker ID is zero G nine X N four F N F. I almost had that memorized after entering it several times to to you know play through it. Um, yeah, definitely highly recommended. It was it was a fantastic playthrough. Appreciate you putting all that time and effort in and for joining us tonight. Yeah, totally. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for the invite, guys. Thank you for reaching out and stuff. And thanks for playing. I, I really appreciate it. Hey, yo, you like Discord? You know you do. Go on over to infendo.com, click on the community tab, join up with all the people just like you who want to talk about Infendo and Nintendo and all the other cool stuff you're doing with your life. Ooh, boy, that is a long stinger, isn't it? We gotta, we gotta do some new stingers. That's really getting out there. Uh, welcome back to the show, everyone. Uh, we have lost Metroid Mike, but once again, thank him for, for being on the show. It was really cool. Uh, and now we're going to move into Change the System and talk about some of the games we've been playing. So, um, <coughs> God, I don't even know. Who wants to go first? Anybody have anything really exciting they want to talk about? I've got a couple of um, games, but I, I don't know. If I'll go. Big news. I'll go. I'll okay. go. I'll go. Because I feel like I don't go first sometimes, and then I'm going to go first this time. So here we go. Um, I have Do been it. playing some new stuff. Let's start with the old stuff first, though, because I feel like that's going to be less exciting. We won't bury the lead, right? Um, Overwatch 2 is fun, and I'm enjoying it. But first off, they just took my girl away. Uh, May apparently is going to be gone Who's for two weeks. Uh, May, the Ice Queen. Oh, I she's hate the best. that. Yeah. I hate that. She's um, okay, be I have a quick her... Overwatch question for you. Go ahead. Okay, I wasn't sure if I should just interrupt or not. Um, I thought in Overwatch, I saw a person that's like almost like fish Zora style looking. Is that a character? Mm -hmm. Is that a character like that in that game? Who is there it? There is a... F I don't. Oh, you're gonna ask me the name of the fifty Overwatch characters. Yeah, you're the Overwatch person. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played I, it. So. Yeah, I, I know May. Well, that's your homework. I know. 
I, that's I know your May and I know Reinhardt, and then that's about it, pretty much. They they had McCree, so but apparently like, he was racist, so they changed the name he's to He's now um, like Cassidy. the Westerner or something. Yeah. Oh, Cassidy. I thought they changed it to like the gunslinger or something generic like that. Like, um, Well, anyway, I want to know because I thought that looked like an interesting character, and that could be the tipping point for me. I like fish Uh-oh. people. I like Zoras. I like that whole... Like, that was what got me into, into Warframe, and I put like 300 hours into that game, was Yorel came out and she was like the worst character but she was all like Zora style like a robot Zora and I put a lot of time into that game so like the right character will tip me over the fence for that so do your homework anyway though tell us about Overwatch Eugene what's what's going on in Overwatch 2 I I mean it's just the same it's it's honestly Overwatch 1 but they took away Mm. a character so it's not 6v6 anymore it's 5v5 so instead of um Instead of two tanks and two, wait, how is it? I gotta think about this now. Okay, so there, I'm pretty sure right now it's two healers, two um, attackers, and a tank. So like somebody that can basically like take a lot of damage. There used now, to be t- is two that tanks an, though. Is that an optimal strategy or is that a forced strategy? Because in it, Paladins, you can have like four healers and just hate your life, like. Are you forced into roles in Overwatch? There's different game modes. So in ranked, yes, okay. you, you would have you would be forced ah, into a role. Um, interesting. But then the, okay. there's a ton of different game modes, though. So like there, you yeah. can uh, the difference. The main difference between Overwatch One and Overwatch Two is the you know instead of six v six, it's five v five. But um, yeah, and they might have added this towards the end of Overwatch One, but I don't remember it in my playtime. Now there's just a lot more game modes. I feel so now mm. you can do um, the ranked, which is going to force you into a role. So you like have to pick the role that you want before you're actually choosing type of thing. Then they mm. have unranked, where you can do all kinds of funky stuff. So you can do five v five with you know all healers if you want. Or you can do um, 5v5 uh, with all of the different game modes. So you can choose the game mode that you want. So like there's like a capture the flag type. There's this new thing that's called Escort. It's my favorite one. Um, Again, it might have been introduced at some point in Overwatch 1 after I dropped off. But it's super cool. Like there's this like robot that, um, you know, basically if you're by the robot, it'll start running towards the enemy base. It pushes the box towards the enemy base. We have a version like that that in Paladins. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. There's like a, it's almost Mm -hmm. like in Splatoon actually, same concept. There's like a tower that you have to like be next to to move forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, It's a fun mode. It's fun in Splatoon. It's fun in Paladins. I'm sure it's fun in Overwatch. Yeah, so that, that I think that's where the fun lies in the the variety, honestly, for me. Because at the end of the day, it's yeah. just a, a first-person shooter, right? But the yeah. thing that I... And I've talked about this in Overwatch 1, and it continues to be true about Overwatch 2. The thing I like about it is that there's less of a... Um, less of a spotlight on like who is getting the most kills and like who is getting like the most like this and that it's more of did your team win or lose you know so that's That's kind of like that that's kind of like the what they put the spotlight on it's even to the degree that if you go to the um like you know the ranking screen by pushing select 
Um, it doesn't even rank like who's first and who's whatever. It just like wow. the tank's always on the top and the healer's always on the bottom type of thing. So now, is there um, a way to tell? Because I remember. Okay, so I play healer in um, uh, Paladins at least. I like that mm -hmm. role. I find it very fun to like support the team and everything. Um, and I would always get very competitive when there were two healers, and I would always try to out heal the other healer, and I would usually succeed. Oh, is there a way to satisfy that by like looking through Absolutely. a specific menu and saying, okay, I'm still the better healer okay good <laughs> yeah absolutely on the on that same select screen so it'll still tell you how many um kills you got i think it's called yeah. eliminations it's like an e how many assists yeah. you got so you can oh. get an assist by you know like hurting somebody and then somebody else but gets not the final killing blow. Or yeah. you can get an assist by, as a healer, like if I'm healing somebody and they get a kill, then I get an assist for that. But then there's cool. also two okay. other stat points for um, damage mitigated. So mm. um, again, as like a healer or like maybe a tank, I, if I throw up a shield um, and yeah. I mitigate a bunch of damage, there's gonna, that number will go up. And I feel like there's one more stat point that I'm missing. Um, maybe it's just like oh, total like, life total damage or something. To oh, total, total damage. damage. So, okay. like, um, basically, how much hurt did you put on the other team? Um, so, yeah, you can totally, basically, nice. like, look at but the thing and be like, you. yeah. It's up to exactly. you to be competitive. The game doesn't enforce it. I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. The cool thing, too, is that at the end of the, every match, you can endorse um, two players on your team. I don't know exactly what that does. I think it might give you a little bit, slightly, of an XP boost if you get endorsed. But, like, you know, you can just say, oh, yeah, you did a good job, healer. Like, I'm going to endorse you type of thing. Yeah, um, the multiverse's equivalent of that is toasting them. And, uh, yeah, it gives you, like, more money and stuff. So that sounds sure. familiar, too. <laughs> um, the other this aspect is... about it is... Go ahead. That it's, it's, you're going to get this game, say, and we're this, all going to play together. I was going to say, this is making me want to try it, but it's also making me want to go get back into Paladins. See, it's doing both for me as well, sure. but there's no reason you can't play both games. Yeah, Overwatch free. 2 is free. You already have everything you want in Paladins, which I believe was also free. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, just play both games. I think there's still an active Paladins community, too, and I know the Overwatch community's alive because Overwatch 2, like, just came out. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, though, that um, the one thing that does bum me out about this, um, and I Micro talked about this last week, it's right I've, in with microtransactions. I've, I've heard that Overwatch 2 is, it's, it's basically now, like, the definitive example of, like, predatory microtransactions. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all cosmetic, right? It's all, like, you know, oh, I want yes. Mercy to have a witch outfit or whatever. But, you know, it's, like, except $20 a for, pop. And except for the it new... from Overwatch 1. Well, except for the new characters, because if... I mean, you can technically yeah. unlock the new character on the free, um, you know, whatever. But I think yeah. you have to get to, like, level 55. Luckily for me, since I had a save file for Overwatch 1, I got part of, like... I think it's called, like, the Founders Pack or whatever. So I actually got okay. that new character already for free. God, this is, is kind of nice. No, no wonder... Okay, so I've been playing a lot of multiverses, and I'm on the multiverses Reddit all the time now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's an argument back and forth. Is $20 too much for a crappy Batman skin and stuff? And everybody brings it back to Overwatch 2, whether they're defending the prices or criticizing the, the environment. And now I understand why, because it's the same freaking game. Like, we have a Founders Pack. We have Toasting. We have characters you can unlock, but they take forever. Like, I get this. It's just Smash Bros. Overwatch. Mm. Like... I understand this mm -hmm. so well, so, okay. 
See, I don't do a lot of free-to-play gaming, so this is all very foreign for me. The concept of spending $20 on a cosmetic just hurts my soul, you know? Like, I, I don't want gaming to be that, but, you know, yeah. it's yeah, part of an overall sure, enjoyable experience. Uh, I'm pretty sure that you get, mo even on the free and you don't have the founders, I think you can basically play all the characters except for like the two there's going to be a couple of new characters that they're starting to yeah. introduce so you know you would have to unlock yeah. those and then for people who have never played overwatch at all i'm pretty sure that they limit the characters to start because i think that they feel that since there's like i think there's like literally like 30 or 50 or something don't like that. get they, overwhelmed yeah. exactly so they'll start you off with like uh like if you were justin were to download the game today i think you maybe you would have like 10 characters to choose from to start but well, as you I play it would get i have the game already actually so i just have never played it once once i found out it was free i'm like oh i'm downloading that but like many games i download yeah. i just never get around to it well, I seem to remember Paladins being kind of similar. Like, you had access to a few characters by default, but you had to either, like, earn the other characters or buy the other characters or mm -hmm. something. I don't really... I think I, think uh, I ended up just My favorite character like, was always price. one of the default ones, so... Yeah, I mean, sure. I think mine was too, actually. I think out of all of them, I ended up playing as, like, the genie the most, and she was, like, the get-go healer. But, yeah, anyway, sounds like you're having fun with Overwatch. So that's cool. Yeah, it, it, and I'm having fun because I don't care about the cosmetics. If I did, I would be super mad. I would See, be super, I super mad. I do, and that's the problem. Like, yeah, <laughs> sure. you'll, hear all, you'll hear all about that in my change the system when I talk about the battle pass and multiplayer. I mean, but anyway. if, if they're going to charge me $20 for the Carlton dance, I might have to splurge on that. But besides mm. that, I don't see any sure. reason to pay money. It, okay, if there was a Carlton dance in Overwatch, I'd probably buy that. Um, but changing into another game that I've been playing, entirely different. Um, well, let me talk about Pokemon Go real quick because the Dratini event's coming up real quick, and I'm really excited about it. And um, actually, this kind of this Halloween event's been pretty cool, and um, I'm Dia digging that. Um, I didn't get any shinies during the the shiny the Halloween event. Of course, my wife yeah. did because that's mm -hmm. just how life rolls. But that's enough yep. Pokemon Go. Go get you uh, a shiny Dratini, because I think that's actually... This Saturday, mm -hmm. 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., your local time, go get a shiny mm -hmm. Dratini. Or mm -hmm. several, if you're... I'm going out, like I already said. Like, Same. 2 we to 5 p.m., like, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm out the door, I'm at parks, I'm walking around, Putting, I'm popping incense. Yeah, Putting, I will do not disturb event. on my phone. I will leave this event with a shiny <laughs> female Dratini. That is my objective. I want a pink <laughs> Dratini, and I want it to be a girl. That's my whole life right now. That's all uh, I care about. So, so let's talk about some new games now. Um, I have been playing a Game Pass game. It is called, I think it's actually in early access right now. Um, and it's, it's sucking my life away, guys. It's called Slime Rancher Deuce. Um, and I am so super digging Slime Rancher 2. I never played the original, but I hear that it's basically a lot of the same. Um, so I'm not like really missing out, but it's really fun. So the premise here is that you have this Luigi's Mansion-esque backpack that is strapped to you that you can suck up these slimes and then you take these slimes back to your home base and you, you know, you can branch them. And um, you make, you feed these slimes and these slimes poop. They poop these things called plorps and apparently plorps are valuable because you sell the plorps on this market. It's like literally a stock market. So like every day, like if, if I send too many pink plorps, then the price is going to go down on pink plorps. 
Um, but I'm just really loving this game. It's super fun. Um, it's it's honestly first person shooter. Uh, Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing. That's what this game is because That's you cool. know you you can build like little corrals to keep your you know your different slimes there's all kinds of different slimes there's cat slimes there's rabbit slimes there's um spiky slimes there's rocky slimes there's all you got you want slimes there's all the slimes so you can take those to your home base and corral them and you know farm them for money um it i guess it kind of has like a little bit of minecrafty aspect in it in that you can craft things too so like on my corral i can put a automatic chicken feeder to my um slimes that like chickens and it'll just poop out chickens and then it'll collect me my plorps and i can go sell them on the market um but yeah that's slime rancher it is a interesting game heather thinks it's very weird it is very colorful though so um it looks yeah. i've seen it on the eShop. it looks very like I, I always go back to this i don't know why this this knockoff game that nobody's ever played remember <laughs> elibits Reminds me of Elibits. I know. I love Elibits. Like, I have that I know, game. I know. It's I my have, everything. <laughs> I have Elibits. Um, my my uh, my kid has uh, Slime Rancher, um, yeah. the first one on the Switch, and he like he didn't play it for a long time, and then he did play it and get got completely hooked in it. I haven't tried it myself, but it did look interesting in the trailers. So it, it always looks like fun. But if I get a if I get a quote unquote rancher game, I know it's going to be Monster Rancher because that game was my childhood, and that's the one that I want to play again. It, so. it it's good. That's the one thing that I hate about this game is that it's not available on Switch. So I think mm -hmm. after I you know quote unquote beat it, I don't even know if there really is an end technically to this game. I think I'm going to pick up the first one on the Switch. Okay, I was going to say I thought it was on Switch, but I must be thinking of the first game then. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the first one is on Switch. I don't think the second one is because, like, I, I think it's still technically early access. So I'm guessing that once it's past that, that it'll, you know, hit everything type of thing. But, um, yeah, for now, it looks like it's only on, you know, Steam and Xbox consoles. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I just, it's fun. You know why I like this game is because it is a change of pace. It is just, like, so chill compared to, mm -hmm. like... You know, some of the other games I had been playing, like Elden Ring, it's just like a big change of pace. So, yeah, I'm digging it. But that, that's it for me. So I'm going to toss the baton to somebody else. I'll take that baton because that actually works really well into my whole gaming experience right now. I've been playing two games and man, oh man, have I been playing them. Um, I've been back to RuneScape. I've been playing a lot of RuneScape. And I have been playing more multiverses because the season ends on the 15th. And I need to get all the stuff that will otherwise cost a ton of money if I don't get it in the battle pass. And it's so annoying, but I'm not paying $20 to unlock Bugs Bunny in an opera costume like three months down the road. So this is where I am right now. I hate it, but I'm doing it. Um, I've talked about it before. I love multiverses, and I hate multiverses at the same time. Like it's a, uh -huh. it's a great game, absolutely filled to the brim with really tantalizing cosmetics that make you want to buy them. And it's just, it, I hate it so much. I hate that about it. But it's such a good, like, it's a really good Smash clone. It is the closest thing I've ever played to a Smash Bros. game. And the more I play it, the more I feel that way. I think I'm up to, like, 40 hours in the game now. Um, 
That, however, has kind of become my casual cooldown game. Like, I'm at level 41. At level 50, I get all the rewards and the battle pass and everything. So I'm just kind of grinding through that. I've got, like, two weeks, and I usually get, like, a level a day. So it's going to happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up there. Just hearing but, um, you talk about this battle pass is making me want to buy the Overwatch battle pass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And I used to do that all the time with Paladins and Rocket League and all that stuff because it's, you know, it's, it's my jam. I like the battle passes. I feel like you get a lot for your money if you're willing to put in time in the games. And um, unfortunately, Multiverses is a game I really like, so I'm curious to see how it continues to go. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but the game that has been really, like, hard hitting right now for me has been RuneScape. Because I found out just a couple weeks ago, they created a new mode, which is basically like a time trial mode, like a speed running mode, where you have to go and redo old quests that came out in like 2004 or whatever, and do them as quickly as possible. So I've been going on the wiki, I've been learning the, the way to play through these courses, the, the trick where you use the teleport here, and then you switch worlds there, and then you grab the bones, and you bring them to the guy while walking, so you have enough run energy to sprint to the <laughs> castle, and you light the tree on fire now, so when you come back... Back 10 minutes later, you can kick up the ashes and use those in a potion. And it is fun. Like, I really <laughs> enjoy this speedrunning segment. So um, I've been doing that. And let me tell you, after a couple hours of that, at the end of the day, I am ready to chill and play some knockoff Smash Bros and unlock, you know, costumes sure. to take the dog. So, like, that's how, uh, that's how I've been spending a lot of my free time. Um, the JoJo's DLC came out, like, a week or two ago, too. And... Um, the character reveal was actually really unexpected. Really cool character. You get to like go invisible and avoid projectiles <coughs> and stuff and throw knives. And there's this attack he does where he basically like stuns the enemy. And then he's got this like really slow attack that he can actually pull off because the enemy's stunned. I've been 100 hours into this fighting game. I have never once played online and I wow. never intend to. Yeah, I just love it wow. so much. Like I, 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 this was okay. So this game was the reason I got a PS3 because I wanted to play this game so badly. And I played a lot of it on PS3. But now that it's on Switch, it's, like, accessible to me. Sure. So anytime I have 10 minutes of downtime, it's like, well, I could do a quick battle in JoJo's. You know, that's a, that's a fun way to kill some time. So, yeah, I've, uh, I've just been having a good time, you know. And, and unfortunately, I think that's pretty much it. I haven't really been doing anything too interesting or exciting. I want to wrap up um, Cult of the Lamb because it's not that long of a game and I'm getting close to the end, but haven't really done anything interesting in that since the last time uh, we talked about it. Um, I've got a couple other games sitting on the back burner. I actually downloaded um, Yakuza 0 because I've been wanting to get into the Yakuza series, but I've yet to pick it up. I've just kind of got it sitting and waiting. Um, I'm also sitting on a WWE game because I like the character customizer and I want to make a bunch of funny characters and have them wrestle. So I've got games like that I'm waiting to dive into, but I think I'm going to do a lot more. Like I've kind of even talked to Steve about this. I think once the Multiverses Battle Pass is over on the 15th and I've collected all my goodies and everything and season two starts, I think I'm going to kind of back off of the whole like grinding out everything for a while because I don't really enjoy playing games like that. It's just kind of how games are right now you know so kind of sure. want to take a break from feeling like obligated to log in every day and put a couple hours into a game and just kind of like have fun you know so go back to some really basic stuff maybe boot up ocarina of time again and just play that because it's a good game instead of trying to like you know unlock costumes and cosmetics and stuff hell maybe i'll boot up paladins and overwatch and i'll get into that and get super addicted and end up buying battle passes <laughs> and, you know 
all that stuff. But yeah, you know, a little bit here and there. I've also been doing Monster Hunter with Steve, which has been really fun. We actually made some really good progress in that. But uh, yeah, nothing too new, nothing too unusual. So pray for me. I'm going boss hunting this weekend in uh, RuneScape. I'm going Dratini hunting in Pokemon Go. So could be a really good weekend. But other than that, that's it for me. So I'll pass it off to you, Justin. All right. Well, speaking of getting into old games, uh, probably the my the most blah blah blah, blah probably most <laughs> of my gaming time in the past week has been Breath of the Wild. Um, I had said last week that I started a new save in normal mode just because, you know, I, I. Okay. So funny story. When I first played breath of the wild i think i i started playing it right off the bat thank thank you um eugene for for hooking me up with with my wii u copy um yes and uh i started playing it from day one and i did not uh fight ganon until i want to say like october of that year and it wasn't and i hated that about you (laughs) <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that I couldn't. It was that I was having so much fun doing everything else that I didn't want it to end, which... See, that's the really weird end. thing for me, though, because, like, nothing changes. It's but you, I guess so... you don't know that unless you do it, though, you know? Well, yeah, right. but every Zelda game is like that. Every game starts you off right before the final But, battle. like, like, mentally, though, a... once I finish the final boss, I'm done. Yeah. You know? See, I know, and I've heard that, and I don't follow that, like, philo- like after the final boss, that's like, okay, time to 100% this game. But I digress, Justin. Go on. Yeah, so... um. That was the first and only time I ever actually fought Ganon. I have... I I restarted the game in Master Mode when I got it on the Switch. I've been playing it for years. I have beaten all the Divine Beasts. I have full heart containers and mostly full stamina. Like, I could just go in and wreck house... I don't want to. It's not something I've wanted to commit to. But mm-hmm. instead of beating Ganon in my master mode, I started a new normal mode. And, <laughs> you know, you'd think that playing through this game twice would make it feel kind of stale. But there's just still something really exciting about starting it anew and the world feeling new again and having that you know i only have three hearts so everything i do i have to do super carefully i and understand I'm... the sentiment in concepts <laughs> we, we both know we both know my feelings on the subject but well i understand because and... i get that way with skyrim i understand so anyway yeah, Again, so I digress. I'm just I'm just whining to complain. Go on, Justin. <laughs> well, and I'm keeping this playthrough fresh by randomizing it. So when That's I started cool. the game, so here's an interesting anecdote that I really wanted to share. When I started the game, instead of you know, obviously the first thing I did was go straight to the tower because you have to in order to move things along. But Afterwards, you're you know you have to go to the different shrines, and I think mm-hmm. naturally everybody always gravitates towards the one that's you know just across right. the Tower. the river yeah. with I think you get the yeah um, that's what that's where the I magnesis go. yeah mm-hmm. um, but instead I hit the randomizer on my phone and it's like this one's one two three four and instead it picked the one over the one where you get the bombs so I did that one. I got out, randomized again, and wouldn't you know, it picked 
one of the shrine that's one of the shrines that was up on the top of the icy mountain so what was really fun about this playthrough is trying to figure out how to get to the mountain when i don't have magnesis i don't have the cryo sure. whatever thing like so i had to figure out how to get across this frozen river without Did you just create a breath of the wild nuzlocke <laughs> it it was okay, it was death interesting. Is permanent. What I had to do was um the section where you would normally um like pick up the giant piece of metal and complete the bridge. Basically, I had to do just a sprinting jump as far as I could do, climb up a rock and then jump onto the bridge in order to get across. So, it's mixed things up a little bit. And so you know, what I did after I completed that was I looked around and tagged all of the towers that I could see. And then I hit the randomizer and it picked, I don't know, I think it picked the one in the in the center of the field. So I went to that and activated that. Then I looked around at all of the shrines that were in my area and randomized that. Um, I did do something. So I shared this in, in Discord. Um, literally the first treasure chest that I randomly stumbled onto in this playthrough was the one with Majora's Mask in it. And Majora's Mask makes you invisible to all enemies unless you, like, attack one of them. So I thought, well, I've got this neat little toy here. I'm going to go straight to Hyrule Castle and I'm going to get the Hylian Shield. And... I managed to get into the castle and get to the dungeon relatively mm -hmm. unscathed. And it took and then me you about... had to fight the Hinox. <laughs> right. The Stalnox, <laughs> oh no less. Um, it took me about 12 tries, I want to say, but I did finally uh, beat the Stalnox, and I've got the Hylian Shield, like, literally one of the first things I did after getting off the Great Plateau. So I was impressed with myself. Um, definitely nice. took a lot more strategy than it does in my master mode where I have everything. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm hooked on that again. Uh, and unfortunately that means I haven't played much of, um, No Man's Sky, uh, which was supposed to be the game that was taking over my spare time and I got distracted. Um... Yeah, I still really like No Man's Sky, but I have not touched it in, like, two weeks. And I think it's just because there's so many other games vying for my attention. Like, exactly. I would boot it up. I'd boot it up, and I'd think, like, God, I don't feel like managing my, you know, my my, my air and my health and oh my, my god, my oxygen. big problem is... You know, it's like, yeah. My big problem is managing inventory because I'm a hoarder. So I have to figure out which stuff is worth keeping with me and yeah. which stuff I can just sell to get rid this of because exactly slime rancher problems yeah like yes. I, it's like I've got all this stuff I might need this stuff I don't want to get rid of this stuff but I need this other stuff to continue the game so um mm -hmm. that became frustrating and I ended up kind of putting it down for a while um but I did end up picking up uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga again. There's some new DLC coming out. Um, I have to check with Steve on this. I feel like because we both got the deluxe editions, we're automatically 
going to get the new DLC, but when I look on the eShop, it still has them priced out at like $3 a piece for each bundle. So I don't know whether there's another bundle to collect or you know I have to pay for these piecemeal or I am going to get them included. Whatever the case may be, um, after unlocking all of the types of characters and you know all the characters you get along the course of the game, um, I decided to go back and play through all those levels in free play mode to unlock as much as I can um, sure. and and collect enough studs to get that 10x multiplier. Once I got the 10x multiplier, um, you know, you you pick up one stud and it's worth like, you know, 15,000. So you can just pretty much buy anything at that point. Um, so then I'll start like really unlocking stuff. But um uh, Lego Star Wars looks great on the OLED TV, um, so that's <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, like besides besides that, like there have been a few nights where I've stayed up late with the intention of playing video games and just could not decide what I wanted to play, could not commit yeah. to any game I've on the there. Xbox, on the PlayStation, mm -hmm. on the Switch, like just like and you just like scroll was... through your millions of that games on your means... library. Yeah, that usually mm -hmm. means you don't really want to play anything, but you can't admit it. That's where I find myself. Yeah. yeah. So so that's really like I've got a. And few, then you get like... on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got a few, like, scattered games that I've booted up just to play in the background. Captain Toad, Shakedown Hawaii. Um, Captain Toad's on my stuff. list of things I need to do. Uh, okay. Mario, yeah, Mario Maker 2, obviously. Um, I'm still playing through Ninja Turtles uh, 1 on the NES and the Cowabunga Collection. Just random stuff. I haven't touched Shadow Man in over a week. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just like... Did you I ever play the new Ninja Turtles game? I forget what that yes. one is called. Um, I don't know how far into it I am, but I do I do have that, and I have been playing through it. But, yeah, it's just don't have the attention span. It's a lot. So, it's a lot of games. Yeah. And then there's Game have, Pass, and I there's have... even a lot more games there. You know, it's like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, and, and, you know, I'm still trying to finish playing Grand Theft Auto Five again. I want to do some stuff in Red Dead um, online because I haven't touched that. Um, I started Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven and haven't done much with that in a couple weeks. Still, you know, working my way through Spider Man. There's just way too many games and way too many coming out that I want that, like, I just get frozen. Let it go, buddy. All right, well, that's as good of a uh, sign that it's time to end the show as any, so we're going to call it here. Uh, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this special episode with our special guests. Uh, we'll be back again next week with another one. So, uh, Since we didn't do the, the regular introductions, I do want to pimp my new blog on the DisneyParkBench.com. Go check that out. Um, other than that, see you real soon. <laughs> Bye-bye!